Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, my name's Mark. I'm Jackie. That's Jackie. I'm Miles. That's Miles. Hey. Ma, 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 ma. I don't know how it goes. Mori, 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 radio. That's what there this podcast go. should have been called. Mori, radio? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is a show where we talk about season three of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime, which is uh, the Diamond is Unbreakable arc. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash jjbpod. I'm like trying to remember it. Uh, we're also on iTunes, again, JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. We're on Stitcher, which is a thing. Um, please, uh, if you like it, uh, hit follow, subscribe, like, leave a nice comment. You can write to us at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, let's get into it, I guess, huh? Is there anything else I have to say? No. Mm -hmm. I, I changed my mind, you should summarize it. Okay, sure. Radio. Anyway. Uh, so, this week, it's, it's, it's a fun one. It's a two-parter. We're going to be talking about... Uh, Yoshikage Kira Just Wants to Live Quietly, Part 1 and Part 2. Um, so, that's episode 21 and 22. Uh, so, to jump into it, basically, we had seen this, this character about two episodes ago, and they, they actually Kira. flipped the order. Kira. They flipped the order. It was supposed to be, we talk to the ghost girl in the ghost alley, and at the end, we see Kira, and it's revealed that he's the one who's been talking to or keeping these hands around. And then it goes right into this, where he goes to the sandwich shop and whatever. And then we see the Cinderella episode where Yukako gets her face rearranged um, mm -hmm. intentionally. For some reason, they flipped it. Flipped oh, it from what? wait. From the manga? Yeah, sorry. In the manga, oh. it was uh, Ghost Girl, then these Kira episodes, then Cinderella switching faces. Awesome. In the anime, though, it was Ghost Girl, Cinderella flipping faces, and then back to uh, Kira. So we start off just learning about Kira. He had already mentioned that he just has like an office job. Um, and, you know, here he's just kind of like talking to the severed hand, uh, a different severed hand. Uh, is it different? I think so. Is no, yeah, because he does say... No, I think it's the same one. No, I don't think so, actually, because... Is it? I yeah, because like it has its own ring, yeah. I feel well, like he puts a ring steady. on it. He puts a ring on this one. I remember, I, put, I wrote that down in my notes. What'd you say, Miles? I feel like they've been going steady, man. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's, he's it's really something, because in the, in the last time, he was, like, talking to one in the front seat, and he said, oh, where's your ring? Oh, it's in the bag. It was the wrong size. We'll get you one that fits. Right? It was a ring? Or was it a watch? It was a watch. Yeah, it, yeah. That's, that was the joke to me, is that it falls off because it's a severed wrist. Uh, so he's talking to a severed hand that he carries around because apparently to him dating a woman just includes uh, keeping her hand around and disposing of the rest of her, we assume. Yeah, we don't really know what he does with We don't really know, but we, we, we have a good idea by the end of these episodes. Um, he's kind of talking to this hand and these like co-workers of his come out and they're like, hey, do you want to come to lunch with us? Oh, are they co-workers? I missed that part. Yes, I, uh, uh, because they, they come and they ask him and then he says no. And he's like, anyway, I gotta go. And then a, yeah, a guy is like, don't bother asking him when we invite him out. He's really weird. It, it sounded to me like she was like inviting him out on a date, kind of. That's what I thought. I was a like, triple date? I was like, he's gonna well, get with three girls? But then... Uh, I thought it was just like one of them was like, oh, come out with me. And like, I just I figured he was like really loyal to that hand, which is nice, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it is nice. He kind of spun it that way because when, when he's talking to, her, to the hand, I was about to say her, it's a hand. When he's talking to the <laughs> severed hand, which is not a person, don't get caught up, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Don't catch feelings. He's like, he's like, oh, are you are you jealous because they asked me out to lunch? He's like, did you see that I immediately turned them down? Mm. Uh, so he goes to the sandwich shop, uh, and it's a famous sandwich shop uh, called Saint Gentleman's Bakery, which is a great name for anything. Saint Gentleman? Yeah, I love it. I was wondering if it was Saint or like Street, but street I think that's, gentleman. I think that's Street. Like, because it's S-T, period. I think that street, in order for it to be street, it, like, needs to be at the end. Right? I think it's assumed. Typically, yeah. You never really see... Because yeah. Saint would be at the beginning of something. something. Yeah. I, I would, I mean, I would imagine it's it's Saint. It's a weird... You wouldn't do that. No, I hope it's Street Gentleman now. Okay. Street Gentleman. Street Gentleman. Uh, anyway, so he goes there and a he's talking... A gentleman in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> a gentleman in the street, severed hand in the sheet. <laughs> or ham severer. Uh... Sure. So this is part of like Araki kind of enjoying uh, imagining a town, I guess, is this, the idea of this sandwich shop that sells out like, you know, in the early hours of business, 
uh, and everything's super fresh. It's kind of like, ooh, uh, I forget the name of the bakery. It's an Italian bakery in New York City. Uh, not that I have ever been there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have like an off-menu item called the Dennis. It's really good. Oh. Usually, like, not usually, but sometimes, like, if you get go there later in the day, stuff gets sold out, sold out yeah. like the meats and the breads and stuff because they they bake everything fresh and everything is fresh and amazing right so he's anyway he's explaining this to her the hand he's explaining this to a hand and he then says like (laughs) he's like feel it and he puts it over the katsu sandwich katsu is like a it's like fried chicken or fried uh, meat yeah i was like i hope they buy that gross sandwich and then he's having her pet it being like you can feel it warm under the wrapper and then he accidentally pokes a hole and the sauce like comes out of it which is gross because now you're just seeing a dead hand touching food that people presumably would buy what kind of sauce do you think it was uh, it's always, katsu sauce is always the same. It's like sweet. Um, is it or it's that was that orange? It's stuff? like soy based. Yeah. How do you okay. know it's katsu sauce? Yeah, did you taste it? If it's katsu, it's got to be the sauce. But how did you katsu. know it was katsu? He says. Oh, it's a katsu he said sandwich. it was a katsu sandwich. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought you licked it off with the severed hand. I leaned into the TV. I and licked like, it, and I was like, mm, katsu sauce. There's some gross uh, looking in the set. Oh yeah. There's. Yeah, I keep, like, in my notes a couple of times, I say, what a weirdo. Kira <laughs> is a, a, a creepazoid, for sure, and I like him a lot. <laughs> um, oh. He then he then sucks the sauce off the dead hand <laughs> and is like, let's get a different one, which also, like, why? Now someone else, not, I imagine they've noticed the, the nastiness, but... No, but they could be like, oh, there's just a hole in the wrapping... Probably a dead hand hasn't touched it. <laughs> is it dead There's hand? no way. Is it, would it, I don't know anything about dead hands. I don't know about you. I, I'm actually an expert. Okay. Is a... Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, Mark's hand is would dead. A, would a dead hand be, like, stiff enough to, like, poke at things? Like, As, I feel like it would be a very limp, like, wristed thing So people talk a lot about... Oh, they talk a lot uh, about rigor mortis. <laughs> Many people. Which is like, there is a phase when a body is decaying that it becomes very stiff and very hard, but I believe that does also eventually pass and it goes back to being how it would be if you were just limp. Yeah. I wonder if I it does know, anything though. to it to make it stiffer or to make it more poseable, you know, so that it stays in whatever position. Oh, like he, like if he does, you said? I wonder, yeah, if he puts... Sorry, you got it. I have headphones in. Moving uh, like a tortoise. Full of rigor mortis. Is that a... Kendrick Lamar. Anyway, we can move on. No, I'm that's just NWA. wondering how that works. We can we can sever a hand and test it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, actually, write in if you want us to cut your hand off and use it as a uh, fourth. Send us post. your hand. Don't send us. Send your us hand. hands. Don't send us your hand. Uh, or anyone's hand. Don't send us anyone's hand, please. Uh, send someone's hand. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he then buys a sandwich and then he goes to enjoy it sitting under a tree. And this is where, for people who are fans of the uh, Duwang or Duwang. Uh, bad translations that were from the Chinese uh, comic. Uh, there's a famous line that he says, "What a beautiful duang," <laughs> and then "chew." It's just a second because <laughs> it's great. supposed to be, which he says in the anime, like Morio is such a beautiful town, and then he's just kind of chewing, and I guess there's like a sound effect of like a like you know whatever chewing is in in Japanese, but in in the duang, it's just "What a beautiful duang," chew, um, <laughs> duang. So here he's uh, eating it, and I think he then talks about how he wants to get rid of this, like he's going to break up with his uh, right. his hand girlfriend. It smells bad. It's starting to smell. And mm, I don't know, he's superficial. He sprays it with like a perfume or something, yeah. or whatever, something, and he says, yeah, it's time to break up. One smelly day and it's over. Yeah. yeah. I tell you. He said he's going to find a girl who's on vacation, which I think means... Like, oh, I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, find a girl that's on vacation, which I guess means like not from the town. No one will. I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I, that makes sense. Like a girl that people wouldn't be looking for. Yeah. Uh, immediately. Right. I uh, I found it interesting. So I noticed when he said like sever ties, he kind of laughed and said it again, which I think is a good <laughs> translation of the English pun because I guess they're having him laugh at the word sever in this case. But <laughs> that is I, funny. I listened to what he said, and he says, te o kiru, which literally means to cut hands. And I looked it up, and that is a Japanese idiom, that oh. if you said, like, to sever ties, like, to stop, to part ways with someone, you would say... To cut hands. Cut hands. To yeah. cut off hands. Not off. Because that's a good way of, like, severing ties, to cut their hand off. No. 
Because that's what that's a Japanese custom to cut someone's No, you don't off. do that. It's just it's just a saying. Oh, I don't it's understand. Kira, it. It's only Kira who says that. <laughs> anyway, Animes, what does that saying mean? Animes then? aren't real. Life. It's to say it, to say like, oh, we should sever ties. But You're what saying. does it mean to cut hands? To sever ties. But but like sever ties, I understand. Like there's dude, there's a lot of phrases that it doesn't make sense to say what it is. I don't I'm know. I'm assuming that people when people in Japan are done with someone now, they cut off their hand and they're like friendship over. Maybe in like the. Ancient times. Yeah. I'm no ancient Japan scholar. <laughs> we um, don't know what we're talking about. We don't. Uh, so he's enjoying the beautiful Duang and thinking about <laughs> severing hands. Um, but then Shigechi, uh, from the last episode, the little short fatty, uh, meets up with Josuke and Okiyasu. R.I.P. And they ask him to loan them money. <laughs> and he's like, why do I have to loan you money? You guys should have your money from the lottery we won. And I was like, oh, that's all money in the bank. If you lend us money now, we'll pay you back. You know, at the end of the day, we'll go to the bank. Um, so while Shigechi is going to lend them the money, a random dog. As soon as I saw the dog, by the way, I was like, dead. <laughs> dog will die. It's a dog in JoJo's. It's going to die. The dog did not die, though. It did not die. Did you, did you mention that he lent them a uh, thousand yen? Because he did. No. He lent them a thousand yen. Okay. He did it. So that, I so that they can buy their uh, sandwiches. Yes. Because, oh yeah, they wanted to go to St. Gentleman as well. Yeah, no, they did. They wanted to go. They were hungry. Because he had a St. Gentleman sandwich bag. And they were like, how did you get there? Um, they usually sell out by now, blah, blah, blah. That is an important detail, the fact that uh, Shigechi also went to the same sandwich shop that Kira had gone to. So a random dog steals Shigechi's prized St. Gentleman sandwich bag. Because he needed two hands to pull out a thousand yen out of his pocket. So he put the bag down. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty uh, awkward. I might do that. Okay. Um, so then he uh, oh, prior to this, by the way, when Kira was talking about getting rid of his his girlfriend hand, he put it in his Saint Gentleman sandwich bag. Mm. Um, I guess so it wouldn't smell and ruin his. Yeah, I, I don't quite get it. I don't understand his whole logic, but so he has a Saint Gentleman's bag next to him with a hand in it, and now Shigechi's Saint Gentleman's bag has gone missing because a dog has taken it and is off eating it, we later see. So Shigechi looks, he turns around and he sees near a tree the St. Gentleman sandwich bag. And he says out loud, like, that's further than I than it should be. But he thinks it's his. He doesn't know that Kira is sitting behind the tree. So he runs and grabs it. So he's running away now with the St. Gentleman sandwich bag that really has a severed human hand in it. And he goes and rejoins his friends. Which he probably shouldn't eat. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm no Surgeon General, but uh, I don't think that's healthy. Isn't it very careless to lug around a severed human hand? Like, how has this man not been caught? Well, I, I guess I realize how he's not been caught, but it, it is very careless. He does, yeah. He has powers. I think he's mentally ill. I think he just mm. thinks that having a part of a human being is the same as spending time with a human being. Or maybe he tried spending time with somebody and couldn't work out the whole socialization thing. Because he doesn't hang out with anybody either. Who has figured it so out? So he just kind of wants this one-way relationship. It's kind of like, you know how you know how you have like an anime body pillow? No. That you talk to and sleep with? Oh, is that not you? I don't talk to it. It's strictly oh, okay. physical. It's <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John style. Um, no, but I was saying, he's, suppose, he's been doing this for a while, right? Like, has 15 he, years. Has he's, he been this like sloppy the whole time? He's an attractive, so. charming loner. David like, Bowie looking guy. Who dresses like the Joker. A little bit, yeah. He dresses kind of like, I don't know, like every anime character cute guy in the 80s. He reminds me of um, uh, like the Patrick Bateman character from yeah, the American Psycho. The yuppie. Uh, yeah. Try getting a reservation at Dorsey's now, you stupid fucking bastard. <laughs> That's from American Psycho. A pretty good movie. I liked it. Yeah. I like it a lot, but it's it's good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Kira then figures out, oh no, that hideous fat boy has now run off with my girlfriend, a.k.a. severed dead human hand in a sandwich bag. Right, and you didn't even get a chance to break up with her yet? Yeah, he didn't even get to tell her how he doesn't feel. <laughs> Do you think he names them? I don't know. I don't know if he's ever used a name. Like a good name would be Kahandra. It's terrible. Mm. Or, uh, what about Handa? Like Hannah? Yeah, that's a good one too. How do you say hand in Japanese? Mark. Te. Te? Mm-hmm. Like Terry. <laughs> he does actually, in, in the first time we see him talking to the hand that's in the car, he's like, he's kind of like, I forgot your name. He says that. Oh. 
maybe they don't have a name once he uh, blows the rest of them up or whatever. It's just baby boo. Boo. Bay. Bay. Tay bay. Tay bay. So he, yeah, so he realizes that he's taken the hand. The hand had a ring on it that he bought, so they could trace that back to him, and his fingerprints would be on it. Fingerprints, I think, only stay on human flesh for a little bit of time, but whatever. How do you know that? No reason. Okay. Uh, so he's annoyed because he's been killing people for 15 years, which matches up with uh, Rami Sugimoto, the ghost girl. She was killed 15 years ago, I believe. Um, yes. So that was his first, I guess. I have to apologize to the police in Morio. They're not doing a shitty job. This guy has magical powers. Yeah. You can, like, destroy evidence. We'll, uh, we'll get that letter out to the Morio police as soon as possible. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, Miles likes Morio. He's a real town in Japan. We haven't told him that it's fictional. What are you doing over there? Nothing. I was, <laughs> I was checking the levels. Um, so, then there's this awkward, sort of tense situation where Kira keeps trying to approach Sugechi to get the bag, but he gets interrupted every time. Yeah, what's what's cool about that too is like we it's like from his it's from Kira's perspective, so you like hear like what he's thinking. Have we had that with other um villains in the show? Maybe we No, haven't. we haven't. I feel like we haven't. In I, this season? In this no. season. Uh no, I don't think so. I think it's really cool that we got to see his perspective because it really increased the dramatic tension. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, a lot of dramatic irony here where he's going to... Well, not dramatic irony, but yeah, he's going to follow uh, Shigechi. And I think he gets close to St. Gentleman's and he's going to grab the bag just out of his hand on the street. He wants to see if he can do it without him noticing. But then Okuyasu and Josuke come out, right? And then he mm-hmm. kind of turns the corner so he's away from them. And they yeah. talk about, oh, they don't have any sandwiches left. And Shigechi tells him this whole thing about how, oh, in the gym supply closet, they have, like, free drinks and stuff that I always get from there. What, is a, it? Cheap, what a cheapo. He, I, has, he has, like, all this money from the lottery, and he just he's finds, a smart kid. Just finds ways to penny pinch. He's smart enterprising. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you save. Just steal. How can the sandwich, like, if, if there was a sandwich shop that sold out, like, every day at lunchtime, wouldn't it make people really angry after a while? Like, after a while, if you were running a sandwich shop, wouldn't you be like, maybe we should hire more people and buy more stuff? No. Nah, the, ex- the exclusivity. I mean, that's part of it. Maybe, like, yeah. maybe, they, okay. maybe they also do more than sandwiches. Maybe they have a different like set of items later in the day. Okay. Like, But it's like sandwich hours between 11 and 1. If you don't get there, too bad. <laughs> um, maybe they like order more and more each day, but just more and more people come. <laughs> It never ends. Then they should hike those go. prices up, making rich people sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, $10. It's a hell of a deal, son. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Sandwich Economics. Yeah. Uh, next episode, Miles is going to explain how his new business is going. He opens a sandwich shop. Uh, so he tries to just grab the sandwich, doesn't work. They talk about going to the gym. So then Kira's like, got to follow the gym uh, supply closet. Oh, okay. So uh, he follows Shigechi Sorry. to the gym supply closet. It's okay. And he well, goes... Well, they say that they're not going to go. Yeah. That's right. Josuke and Okiyasu are like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to go steal they, a bunch of drinks. These flaky were gonna, kids. They were just going to buy, like, school lunch or something. Yeah. yeah, they're like, even though it's terrible, they're going to go buy that. So now she gets, she's alone again, and Kira starts following him to get the, the bag, the handbag, LOL. <laughs> and he follows him into the gym supply room by crawling in the window. And Shigechi leaves the bag alone... Kira goes to take it, but then suddenly Okuyasu and Josuke are coming in. And he's like, I thought they weren't coming. But they say then, oh, Kira has to hide. And he hides under those, I think it's only a Japanese school thing. I've seen it in video games, but I've never seen it in any other country, though I only live in one, the U.S. of A. Where it's like a set of different steps. (laughs) It's a bunch of steps that form a pyramid shape. Like they're pieces you kind of stack on top of each other to form like this pyramid. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, I saw the episode, but I've never... I, uh, yeah, I don't know what that is either. I think they I've have seen those... I've in Persona, in Katamari Damashi, in, I think, other Japanese games. I, I, yeah, I've never seen them hollowed out like that. Like, what I thought of was, like, maybe, like, the box jumping things at the gym. Yeah. But you would be able to see a man hiding under those. So I have no idea what they yeah, are. Yeah, I don't know. So he, he hides under those. He hides in this little pyramid of athletic equipment, let's just say. One thing I really like is when... Very <laughs> insightful. That's true. Like, okay. They're growing boys. They haven't so, formed their opinions yet. A nice oh, way to say I'm entitled to change my mind. <laughs> I, I, I forgot. I had one or two notes I didn't read. One is like, I was thinking like, why doesn't Kira just take the bag, like just snatch the... Like, this is super important. It's a severed hand. 
Yeah, I was thinking that Grab too. that bag and run. It's way yeah. better to be like a sandwich thief than a, a murderer. But I thought about it, and we do then later see that Shigechi could use Harvest. Now, he wouldn't know that, yeah. I guess. But if he does point this out, and like the town sees like that there's like this blonde salary guy who wears white suits stealing sandwiches. I thought his suit was, his suit was purple. Was it purple? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I... I Canonically, there's no color. Um, I don't know. If they see a dude in a purple suit, then, uh, you know, maybe that could cause more nice attention. Suit. He's trying, you know, because he's trying to do things in his, without getting as much, with getting as little at- attention as possible. So I was kind of like, okay. Um, also, at some point, they say, like, Koichi and Yukako are eating together or are hanging out. And I was like, oh, it's nice to hear they're a happy mm. couple. Aww. Turns out that's added for the anime. and the manga, it's only revealed later that they are hanging out. Um, anyway, so now the the three kids, Josuke ok- uh, Okiyasu and Shigechi, are in the gym supply closet. They have no idea Kira is there hiding. Uh, the sandwich bag is out in plain sight, but Shigechi gets away from it because he's going to go make them some uh, milk tea. And he's brewing coffee. And he's brewing coffee. What? Like, how old is this kid? He's how does he know how to... Probably like 14. He's in middle how, school. 13. How does he know how to make coffee? I don't know. He just likes coffee. Feel like not a big deal. He's yeah. a weird kid in many ways. I feel like a lot of other weird shit happens that I'll let the coffee go. Okay. I'm like, all right, there's an exploding cat thing. Anyway, uh, so slowly he he takes a coat hanger Kira found and he tries to like snake in the sandwich bag to get uh, into his possession so he can then take the hand. He straightens out the coat hanger. It's not in a coat hanger. Field. Right. It's just like a straight rod. But then something distracts him or somebody talks. Or it's turns. like he would break into a car. Yes. Back in like 1991. Um, and so Kira flips out and he like... Throws their tea. He, he uh, drops the coat hanger. That's later, I uh, think. He drops the coat uh, hanger. He pulls it back in and the bag is now knocked over. So if someone uh, were to really take a close look at the bag, they'd see a hand is there. It's kind of shadowy, but if you really looked in the bag, you'd be like, oh my God. So then they kind of go away again. They stop focusing uh, on the... That for for uh, for a minute. Hot sec. And he then tries to use the coat hanger to just pull the hand out, um, and I, th- I think he gets interrupted again. Um, eventually, he does get the bag. He does manage to hook the whole bag in, um, and then Shigechi comes back. And he's like, "Who jacked my sandwich?" Yeah, he's like, "Who took my sandwich? I got fat stacks." Um, <laughs> and they're like very defensive, and he's like, "I'm going to use Harvest to search this whole room and find the sandwich." And they're like, fine, do it, because they don't care. Uh, but we as the viewer know, like, Harvest would absolutely find it, and they would yeah. probably also be like, who is this grown man hiding out in this gym with us? So it's very, very scary, but then the gym teacher is like, hey, hey, you know, he's banging on the door. He's like, I know kids are in the supply closet, and everyone scatters. So Kira is then good. He, he now has a sandwich bag with his dead hand to girlfriend, uh, and the boys are gone. So after the gym teacher leaves or whatever, uh, Kira then escapes. But just when you thought it was all fine. Yeah, that's where I write, oh, damn, in my notes. With his back turned. My notes say, teacher comes, saved by the bell. Oh, damn. I like like, uh, Kira's, uh, I thought of it because they played it as you walked with the piano theme. Yeah, his theme is great. It's cool. I love his theme. Um, as he turns around, you hear Shigechi's voice, and he's mm. like, who is this grown-ass man? <laughs> he doesn't say ass. He says, who's this grown man that has my St. Gentleman sandwich bag? In um, the middle of school. Yeah. In the middle of the are. school right, courtyard. in the middle school. And he asks him about it, and Kira could probably just be like, it's my sandwich bag. Uh, you're mistaken. You had taken it from me. Bye, I gotta go. That is what he said. Is it? Yeah, he said, oh, okay. I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. This is my sandwich. Oh, okay, I'm not sure. Okay. And she gets, she's like, I know it's mine. I forget why he knew. He just, I don't know why he did. No, but he knew. There was a reason he knew. I don't remember. Well, regardless, he uses Harvest to go and grab the bag. Right. Which Kira notices. And at first, they kind of are smart. The, 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 the dialogue says, he's like, the bag is being pulled. Because yeah. we don't know at this point that Kira is a stand user. Yeah. We I just wrote, think he's a weirdo. I thought he couldn't see Harvest. I wrote down in my notes... Like, because he says the bag is being pulled. Right. Passive language. So I thought, oh, he doesn't have a stand. But he does. But anyway, Harvest, the little bug things come out. They try to get the bag, but Kira's holding it. The bag rips. A frigging hand flops out and hits the sidewalk. <sighs> and the kid is, like, freaking out. You know, she gets, she's like, is that a real hand? Is that real? Then Which Kira, he could have been like, no. 
No, I just I like rubber hands. Kira <laughs> uh, is then like, oh, you have the same power as I do. And we then know Kira is a stand user. And then he starts to kind of hint at his stand. Like you start to see these like emblems and whatnot. Actually, even before that, he describes himself. He's like, I'm Kira, I'm Yoshikage Kira, I'm 33 years old. Very Patrick Bateman. I work in an office, I have a quiet life, I come home, I cook, (laughs) I'm in bed by 11, I do 20 minutes of breathing exercises or stretches Stretches. before sleeping. And as he was explaining this to Shigechi, I felt really bad for him because I knew Shigechi was going to, no, Shigechi, I knew Shigechi was going to die. Okay. Partially I know that because I've read this, but (laughs) I just felt even worse because... He's a guy who's, who's, Kira is a guy who's spent all this time not dropping any details about himself. Yeah. So the fact that he's now like, here's everything about me, is because he knows he's going to erase the person that yeah. he's educating. It's like Jules's speech in Pulp Fiction before he kills people. It's like every villain yeah, pretty much. who like But most gloats. villains that do that when they gloat, they get like, most movies they, they lose when they're like, here's my whole plan, shit. <laughs> If they say their whole plan and and stuff to the hero. Oh, you're saying they say it to like a like a side character and that, that character's dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh so what is that from Pulp Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, remember remembering that correctly? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the tyranny of evil men. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, so, and I felt bad for Shigechi anyway, just because, I don't know, Shigechi's voice acting, just in general, reading, going from the manga to the anime, like, the music and the voice acting, it just makes me, like, remember that it's, like, a person and, like, a kid, even though he's, like, a very special kid, sometimes a dick, like, I'm just like, oh, he's just a boy. I didn't feel bad. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote in my notes, out of all the people in the show that should die, he's, like, number four on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. You're you're a bad person. Jackie has a uh, hit list on her fridge. I do have a hit list. I'm going to guess your number one is Koichi. Should die. No. <laughs> number one no. is Hazamata, the surface guy with the balls. Uh, the rapist? The, yes. The surface sure. guy. Do you have Rohan? Do you think Rohan should die? Yeah, Rohan should die. Rohan should not die. Rohan should die. Then Koichi? So cool, though. Yes. And then Shigechi. Yeah. Shigechi's really not that bad. He's just immature. No, he's a he's a Greedo. Wait, who's the one that you called Greedo originally? That's uh Oh yeah, that dude in the hospital who never, he had a he had square hair. He's on the list. He had the lock. Square hair is on the list. Oh yeah, what was his name? Not Hazamata, but who cares? It'll come to us. You can yell at us if you want. Um so Shigechi thinks like Harvest is a uh, is invincible, you know, cuz cuz you know, Kira tells him like I can't sleep at night. If I know that someone knows something about me. So he's basically hinting like, you're gonna, I'm going to get rid of you. And so Shigechi's very pumped about his harvest stand, especially because Okuyasa and Josuke, you know, already have kind of praised him for having such a powerful stand. He sends all the, the beetles, all the harvest beetles at uh, Kira. His stand appears, which kind of looks like, it's like a cat person with a smooth face, no nose, kind of a blank expression. Little like Batman pointy ears. It's wearing like a belt and like a short almost skirt. Skull belt. It's got like it's got little skull icons everywhere with little cat ears kind of. It's cooler than what I'm describing. It's got like knee pads and elbow pads. It strikes this dope pose when he first introduces it. Where it's imagine just like I can't completely describe it, but one finger is pointing up and the other hand has like the devil horns, like the metal devil horns pointing at the ground. Uh, it's very silly, but very cool. And super bummer, because I forgot that they would change the name for for subtitles. But Miles, did you hear what the real name is? Yes, Killer Queen. Killer Queen, but it's subtitled as Deadly Queen. Woof. Yeah, real woof. Um, so, Kira's Kira Queen. Kira's Killer Kira Queen. Queen. Yes. Killer Queen, which obviously, musical reference, that is a Queen song, Killer Queen. Uh, did you do you, do you so you think his stand is is cool? I think it's just okay. It's cool and it gets cooler. It'll grow on me. I, I think guess. it's cool. You don't want it to grow on you. It's cooler than red hot oh. chili pepper. It's oh, for sure. Red hot chili pepper is small potatoes. It's a and it's a weird chicken man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a tiger man. Yeah. So it's different. this is cooler than, but that's a very low bar for me. Yeah. Not much beats like the world. I think. 
The world. Yeah. The world you don't know about. Don't tell Miles about I know about the world, okay? I'm worldly. All right, fine. Uh, anyway, we'll just pretend. <laughs> so all the Harvest Beetles come rushing at Killer Queen. Killer Queen just punches a bunch of them, but they still cling to Killer Queen and Kira, the user. So she gets, she's like, what are you going to do now? And Killer and Kira is like, and this is also a thing that happens since the stands have been introduced. It, it happened in part three where they're like, what is the nature of Dio... What is the nature of Dio's stand? That's the mystery. And I think that Kira is kind of playing on that, where he's like, you don't know Killer Queen's ability. Oh, and he said he... I'm sorry to interrupt, but he said he named his stand. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, interesting. He said that. Like, he named it himself. That makes sense. He doesn't really do much else except cook for his hands. But so so you can name your stand? Yeah. Some of them do. Okay. Like, in the last arc, uh, like, fortune tellers named them... Okay. And then some people, I think, name their own, and then some, who knows. And he must have been born with his stand because he doesn't know, he wasn't shot with an arrow, it sounds like. If he's been doing this 15 years, yeah. yeah. Definitely not, yeah. Um, so he's covered in the Harvest Beetles, and Shigechi's like, what are you going to do? And uh, Kira says, you don't know about his ability, and he looks, Shigechi looks at Killer Queen's hand, he's holding something. He has Harvest Retrieve It, and it's a hundred yen, it's like a dollar, coin. And he's like, what is the point of this? And Kira explains, anything the Killer Queen touches becomes a bomb. And then he does this movement where he puts, pushes his fingers together, almost like he's pressing an invisible switch. And it kind of, like, I guess the coin explodes, but really it kind of causes, like, a chain reaction inside of Shigechi that causes, like, his, his face to explode. It's I pretty horrifying. I think... He should have died right there. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. That was the end of episode 21 was just them having a standoff. We're now in episode 2 talking about them actually starting to fight. Okay. But whatever. I think that he should have died there and and that episode would have been over. It it made it even sadder. Because, yeah, I know. But, like, he... I don't understand how he survived that. Yeah, it became absurd after that that he was alive. That he was alive. I thought it was, like, horrifying. Like, part of his brain wasn't working. Yeah, but I was like, why are you even alive? What are you doing? He's, like, a a little... Dumb little kid. Like, he's a kid. That's what I appreciated, though, is that he was like, I have to protect Mama and Papa. And he's just, like, crawling, and he's clearly dying. Yeah, I I He's not gonna make it. I felt bad. I wrote... Down, okay, I kind of feel bad for this ugly little kid. <laughs> I also suppose that the explosion is silent because it's the middle of the day and they're right outside of school. That's a good point. I believe it is uh, because later there's an explosion and Josuke and Obias say, did you hear that? And I thought they meant the bomb. Yeah. But then one of them goes, no, I thought I heard your name. Which means that the explosion itself they didn't hear. Silent but deadly. Or it's very, uh, would that be your stand? Silent but deadly? Yeah, just farts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You could have that in real life, really. Farts, uh... Anyway, edit that out. Uh, <laughs> so, Shigechi is hit by the bomb, but he doesn't die. His face is kind of contorted. He has all these big cuts all over his body. And Kira is kind of like, oh, that didn't kill you. But I think that, you know, the, the bombs actually cause detonations inside you. So part of your brain may be merged with some of your, your face at this point. Skull it's something. pretty gross. Yeah. Um... So, uh, where is it here? Uh, Shigechi mentions Reimi Sugimoto that he knows about it because I guess Josuke and Okuyas told him about the, the whole ghost situation, the girl that was murdered 15 years ago who is a ghost and has her own ghost alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kira kind of freaks out for him and he's like, why does anyone know about Reimi Sugimoto? Because that's his first kill from 15 years ago and no one knows what happened. Is um, that his first kill? I believe so. Okay. Uh... So he demands to know, like, how you know that, what are, how many people have stands, because he assumes that Josuke and Okiyasu also yeah, have stands. Yeah, he saw his friends have stands, and, and Shigechi said that he knew a little bit about stands. He's like, I know your type of stand, it probably only has one or two meter range. Um, and I think he's right. Yeah. Uh, and then, so Shigechi hides when Kira kind of freaks out about him knowing about uh, his first murder. So then Shigechi's like, I have to go find Josuke. He wants to warn them, but also probably wants to be healed because oh, yeah. Josuke can heal people. Yeah. So he goes to the high school. Yeah, well, he gets away by having his harvest uh, kind of squirrel him away. Yes. Yeah. First, he's in the bushes just hiding, but then yeah, he gets away by having harvest, and it like it shows it like helping him like boost over like a window ledge. It's kind of cool how it like. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I guess the idea is that it's sort of this elegy to show like, look how cool his stand is or how resourceful he is. Anyway. Mm-hmm. 
So he tries to get to Josuke and Okuyasu, and there's this moment that really sort of bothers me, where he's crawling along the ground. Covered in blood. Bleeding. And he is an ugly kid. He's even worse now. But he's bleeding, and these high school girls see him, and they're like, oh, is something wrong? Wait, before even that, they accidentally throw a basketball at his head. Yeah, I feel so bad for him. That's why he falls down, yeah. Yeah. And then he begins crawling through the hallway covered in blood, and he's confronted by these three idiot girls. Who threw a basketball at him. Who are like, are you okay? And they're like, and like, obviously no. (laughs) There's blood, that means no. But one of the girls says, he's kind of creepy. Yeah, they go, just leave him alone, he's creepy. And then they just walk away. Because they're horrible. But I think that's kind of realistic for high school kids. They should at least scream. If you see like a bloody bloody three-foot person... You should scream. Yeah. I you don't go, ew, whatever. Back to math. Well, Jim, I guess. I think the lesson from these episodes that I took is that everyone who doesn't have a stand is just an oblivious fool. Yeah, it's true. They're not, <laughs> not major players. But they would definitely see the wounds. They should have. Uh, Why was that moment even there? Why was there a mo- I guess to feel worse about... It just made me feel worse. I guess yeah. to feel bad, about, like, feel bad for him. Like, I guess it's also so that you don't wonder, like, didn't anybody see him, you know, when he's going yeah. through a high school hallway? Just made me yeah. mad about high school girls all over yeah. again. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he then finds Josuke Opias in a classroom. She gets she does. He goes to grab the doorknob, but he sees in the reflection of the classroom door that Kira is outside the window. And he then tells Shigechi... Which I thought was a second floor window. Because yeah. he, he climbs up... Or maybe he just boosts a he little bit. He could use Killer yeah. Queen to yeah. throw him up there. And he says, hey, Killer Queen already touched the doorknob. And Shigechi then kind of freaks out. And then he definitely explodes. Why does he touch the doorknob after being told that... No, he touches it first, I think. Oh, I see. And then he's like, Killer Queen already touched the doorknob. And Shigechi blows up. Oh. And then he had yelled Josuke when he's dying. And so Josuke and Okuyasu inside the oh. class are like, what was that sound? And they're like, it sounded like your name. And they're like, yeah. And they look, and one of the little harvest bugs has something in his hand and is walking towards them. But then it pitifully kind of falls down, breaks, bleeds, and falls apart. And they're like, I hope Shigechi, is Shigechi around here? And they can't find him. They're like, I hope he's okay. Because they're like, normally the harvest beetles just, they just disappear. They don't bleed. That was weird. Yeah. But they look, and they see a button, and it's a very unique looking, like a clothing button. And it kind of has tiger stripes. Yeah, it's yeah. Like tigery. And they're like, this must be Shigechi's uh, last message. I think Jotaro later concludes that, actually. He's like, this is Shigechi's last message, which is also sort of a trope in JoJo's. If you go back to part two, uh, when a certain character passes away, they leave a message for the main JoJo in a bubble. Mm. Um then in part three, Jotaro gets a message about uh, time. When, oh, yeah. When another character passes away. And here we have when Shigechi dies, he leaves a clue in the form of this uh, clothing button. So their deaths are not totally in vain. I can't believe right. they killed Shigechi. Do you really feel that way or are you being sarcastic? Because I felt really bad. I feel that way. Yeah, he's like, he's a middle schooler. No, I, I mean, I didn't like him that much, but I can't believe they killed him. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I was, I mean, I also didn't care that much, but I, I knew that they could kill him because they've killed people in previous seasons that were beloved more yeah. than he was. So I was like, they've killed more beloved characters before they can kill I him. didn't know. Certainly, yeah. I didn't want this, you guys. <laughs> they usually, yeah, they usually would kill a more beloved character further into... No, that's not true. This is pretty far in. Anyway, we haven't known him very long. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. And maybe it... Uh, yeah, I have a question. So they have, Josuke has this button. Why doesn't he punch it? Oh, to try and, like, reform it? Yeah, and just grab the dude's jacket. I don't know. Yeah, there's pretty flimsy rules as to how he can reform things, right? I yeah. guess, like, it's just tied via string, so it's not technically bound. To it, but then again, so metal pipes are also yeah. bolted into walls because plot. Yeah, yeah, because plot, <laughs> or because didn't think of. <laughs> yeah, maybe just didn't think about it. So, do they then? Do they then all gather together and then they they gather uh, together? Yes, right. Yeah. All the stand users that we've met so wait, far. Wait, well, the kid makes it into the afterworld and Re- and Remy sees. Oh yeah, him. poor Shigechi. Then, like, even as a ghost, isn't at peace. His ghost is breaking apart. Flying over the ghost alley, Raimi sees it, sees him, 
and he's just like being torn apart. It's like, again, horrifying. It's just a ghost breaking apart. It should be a full person ghost that's like, shit. That's true. Maybe. One thing that's interesting, maybe he did get powers afterwards because Raimi was killed by being stabbed and yes. so was the dog. So yes. he wasn't blowing people up at that point. Yeah, I don't know. Um, or maybe just his first kill, he just be like knives. I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know why it's like that. I, I, it, it might come out later in the story, or maybe it's something I'll have to look up. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I thought about that too. It's like, why isn't she like, I was blown up? I hope we get a flashback. No one would know about the story either if all evidence were erased. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, she knows the story because it happened to her, I guess. But she didn't say, like, we were stabbed and then blown up. Um, I, I assume and hope they'll explain how he got his powers. Yeah. Um, so then all the stand users gather, right? Um, yes. They all gather at the ghost alley to Except talk. Except for square hair slash Guido. He's still in the hospital and still a shitty person. But then again, Hazamata <laughs> is there. that doesn't really matter. Um, it really doesn't. Everyone, including Grossdad, is there. Like, everyone Grossdad is out in public. Yeah, that's what that's what makes me believe that everyone in this town who does not have a stand is just an idiot. They don't see this weird troll man walking around the street. He's like he's like a green nasty custard. I didn't yeah. know they let him out. I thought he could only stay like in the attic. Yeah, because then later Okuyasu walks away with him. Like, what are they gonna go? I, oh, yeah, he's like, let's go home, Dad. But he was chained up before. Yeah, it's a little weird. So who? Uh, well, I we don't should say who's there. there. It's. I Everybody. Everybody. Invisible Baby was there. Shizuka Joestar is there with Joseph Joestar. She was wearing makeup. Uh, Raimi Sugimoto is there. They're kind of hosting it because they're at the ghost alley, which normally doesn't exist. So Raimi and her dog, Arnold, are there. Uh, Cinderella? What's her yeah. name? Uh, Ayatsuji is Trend, there. Trendy Tony. Uh, oh, Tonio Trusardi is there. Yukako Yamagishi is there. Yes. Koichi Okuyas, Josuke Jotaro is there. By the way, this is now when Jotaro and Joseph know that a stand user has been responsible for these murders. Because remember, mm-hmm. when we had talked to the ghost girl and Koichi was freaking out about there being a murderer, they were like, yeah, but no one's going to care if it's not a stand user. We're here for stand issues. Yeah. Um, but why Why are even the ancillary characters there? I guess they just wanted, because all stand users are drawn together okay. by the, the, the invisible red... By the way, Hazamata is there, too. Uh, they just figure, Ugh. look out for Guys, this I just guy. realized, he could probably kill Gro- Grossdad. Who? Um, Kira. 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 Oh yeah, I, th- Kira, I thought that too. You could Kira easily interesting. Kill, can kill Rostad. Yeah. We found him. Just blow him up. Maybe yeah. he could. Maybe he could regenerate though. That's. I wonder if he will. I want to see it happen. I. Maybe that's why. They I brought, actually don't know. Maybe that's why they brought Grossdad. Maybe he brought Grossdad because he's like, okay, we'll find. Yeah, hey, here's a guy that can kill my dad. <laughs> but no, he doesn't. He doesn't want anybody to kill his dad anyway. That was Ke- uh, Keicho wanted people to kill his dad. Okuyasu seemed more open to Josuke's suggestion of finding somebody that can heal his dad. Was Grostad wearing clothes? He was wearing like a t-shirt and stuff? I think so. Uh, I, I, I don't know if this was in the manga. Daddy it's loved. such a weird thing. Okay, one thing I don't like is Rengi Sugimoto says, I saw... They were like, we don't know that Shigechi's dead. And she's like, no, he definitely is. I saw him fly over. And he was definitely killed by Kira. I know because he killed me. By the same by the same guy that killed her, she said. Why does that mean that seeing somebody fly over your little ghost alley? She's a ghost. She probably she just senses, knows shit. She just probably senses things. Yeah, yeah. It just felt like a little arbitrary. Like, all right, I guess. I don't know. know. There's also ghosts in, in this show, though. Like, I know, you, but ghosts make sense. If you believe ghosts, you can believe that ghosts can. If you sense no, things. no, I do believe in ghosts. No, if you told me when a person dies. Their mind doesn't just go away. It becomes a thing you can't see anymore. I'd be like, okay, that works out. But if you're like, also, they just know shit. I'd be like, I don't know. Mm. Because she tries to explain it. Well, she says, so I know because he killed me. The, like, reason, the reason why she's a ghost and not like a spirit that's like floating over the town or something is because she has unfinished business. She can talk to people and stuff. Um, this is going to creep me out when I see that ghost lady in your hallway later. <laughs> Don't tell the listeners about the ghost lady. That's a neighbor. Okay. Sorry. She's a human being. She we, was a human being. We're not sure that, that she's a human no being. has no physical form. <laughs> I went to touch her and my hand went through her. Anyway, I don't remember what I was saying because you made a noise. <laughs> you said the reason why she's a ghost. Right. So I think that because she is like kind of manifests in a physical way and she has this unfinished business where she's trying to find the killer. I think it can also make sense that she is connected to the town in okay. a way and uh, 
I don't know, connected to others who are who also have the same uh, killer, the same problem, <laughs> you know. Yeah. She's, she's connected in a way to those that were killed in the same way by the same person. Yeah, I, don't I, have, so. I don't have trouble believing that part. Yeah, I, okay. yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe she's seen other people fly by, other ghosts fly by, and it's come out later like, oh, you're seeing... Like, every time she sees somebody fly by, she hears news that they were killed by yeah. a mysterious person. So yeah. it's possible, I guess. Anyway. Anything's possible. Ghosts. So then they all, you know, they're all told to kind of keep a uh, lookout on this thing. And then Josuke and Jotaro then go around, right, looking for tailors. Wait, before that, Okuyasu okay. leaves very, like, in a manly, emotional way. Like, he, he yeah. walks away, but it's like he, he doesn't know whether to be angry or sad, and he doesn't know what to do. And uh, Josuke says he feels the same way. Jotaro doesn't seem to care, because I don't think he's, he's even met the kid, so he's just like, I'm going to investigate shit. Yeah. But all the, everyone in the town who knew the kid is, like, emotional about it. Yeah, it's a kid, for one thing. Um, I like but yeah, Okuyasu's they, very sad, Josuke's very yeah, sad. Yeah, I like the way that they did that too because, I don't know, it showed some complex emotion mm-hmm. really really quickly, really briefly, but I did like that. I do. I, I like how this show does that in general. It, it tries to handle emotions, not, maybe not necessarily this season, but in previous seasons I think that it, it tackles like people's complex emotions usually it's it's a way that somebody does something that you're kind of like why are they being that way and then a side character is like he feels this and this <laughs> and that's kind of what happens here yeah. is that Josuke explains to someone else like Okuyasa doesn't know if he should be angry or sad and I kind of feel the same way um so then four days go by with no results because Jotaro is trying to track down well before that Josuke and Okuyasa walk away and they they almost bump into Kira Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. This yeah. fucking guy just walking around. Is this and when... I, Wait, go ahead. And I guess he just walks away. Like, he just goes, oh, that's Josuke no Kiyasu. Is and it... weird, gross dad. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Josuke, what the fuck is that? <laughs> maybe they can't see gross dad. No, they... I mean, no, he would be able to see it. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone would be able to. He's not a stan. It's not stan related. That's true. All right. It's vampire flesh blood. <laughs> uh, um, is this when uh, Kira sees a woman with a... Then he, and he says, uh, her woman's heart is ugly, but her face is No, that's, are that's in the first, that's in the other episode we watched. It's in the beginning. Because the hand that he's taking around with him is no. her hand. No, 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 no. He sees, a, he sees a woman, like, complaining about the ring that his yeah. boyfriend bought. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's at this point, because it's in my notes in order. So. That's when he decides to dump his current hand that he's been dragging around in the sandwich. So it is in the previous episode? No, it is in this episode. It is in this after Okuyasu leaves, at some point, I have in my notes... He says, "Woman's heart is ugly, but her face and hands are beautiful." And then he blows up the hands that he, the, the hand that he has. Which, if he could have done that the whole time, why yeah. go through all the trouble of stalking Shigechi? Yeah. That ugh. well, I guess he has to. He has to get close to it for one thing. Right. Okay. I okay. mean, that I, makes I, I guess theoretically it could have been like when he was fighting with Shigechi, the bag ripped open. He could have quickly disintegrated the hand. Yeah, but but I, I thought he was able to blow it up because of the ring. That the hand was wearing mm. because he has no. to touch something for it to blow up, or he has to touch something. Oh, that's interesting. No, I th- I don't know because it just kind of just fa- it just kind of disintegrated in his coat, right in his yeah. uh, bag. I don't know that he used the ring as a bomb. Not then sure. What did he use as a bomb? I don't know. Maybe because we didn't really see because it wouldn't stand. have been like his jacket. Yeah, maybe he didn't have, have the, the, the foresight to have a stand touch something on. You and know that would make sense as to why ring. he buys them the jewelry. Yeah, mm. like those are the bombs. That's a good point. I mean, we didn't see his stand at that point, so we don't know if maybe the stand just directly touched it. Yeah. Because I assume the stand can also... Blow up a hand. Just blow up things. Um, That might be it. So I don't know. Uh, So yeah, sorry about that. The reason he got... So he gets this new girlfriend, we assume. We don't see how it all goes down, but there's a girl at a cafe outdoors talking to her friends, and she's like, look at this ring this guy got me. (laughs) It's such a small, dinky little ring. Of course, I acted like, oh my God, thank you for getting me this ring. But uh, really, it couldn't be worth more than $1,500, right? Like something that is pretty expensive. Yeah. And Kira observes to himself, this girl has an ugly personality, but her hands and face are beautiful. That's yeah. what I said. Which also, like, they kind of make her a shitty person so you don't feel bad about the fact that she's going to be murdered. Which I didn't. Uh, yeah, I also didn't. <laughs> because you were like, what, a shitty person? I feel like normally I wouldn't care, but... 
I don't know. No, she deserved it. People deserve to die, Jackie. I think I was just mesmerized by... Too many people. I think I was mesmerized by Kira's weirdness that I forgot that there were bodies attached to those hands. (laughs) Right? That's how I feel now. I just talk to people's hands. Really easy to forget that there was a body attached to those hands. So then is it after the... Because then it cuts to him like having breakfast with a hand. Yeah, he, and he's like really happy. Yeah, and then you get more, more, more. I don't know how it goes. Forget it. Morty, 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 Radio. I love that. I think. Uh, I think you got it. Okay, cool. Uh, so anyway, Jotaro and Josuke are investigating. Or no, is no, it, it's just Koichi. Jotaro. Yeah, just Jotaro and Koichi bumps into him and he's like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, and it's funny because Koichi's like, how do I talk to this guy? <laughs> also, does Jotaro have a new hat? Looks like he has He also hat. was wearing a turtleneck and I think it looks stupid. No, I think it looks cool. He has a new the hat. The turtleneck? Yeah, I think turtlenecks are cool. I thought, I thought, it, I don't know, I just noticed the hat. He, he has a new hat, which is, I think, three, like, anchor symbols. Right, it has anchors. Oh, is it a new hat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, like, still morphs into his hair, but I feel like it's more noticeable. Well, I think, actually, it might be the same. white. I think it's always the same hat, but he puts different emblems on it. Is it always white, though? I thought it was normally darker, and so it blends into his hair more. In, in part three, when he's in high school, it is a dark blue. In this, his clothes have been white. Oh, the whole time? Yeah. That's okay. so crazy that he was in high school in the previous arc. Was he the was same, like, ago. very stiff person? Yeah, but even worse. Yeah. Well, he's, like, even, like, meaner. Like, he this one actually is, like, a little Isn't bit... Isn't it weird yeah. to imagine this very stern person, like, bedazzling his hat every day? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, like, studying animals and shit. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what's so funny about about the joke. Like, hey, hey, here's this super tough guy that just spent all this time, like, ironing on patches of different currencies yeah. from around the world. <laughs> I guess people do that. They're like punks, right? They have like yeah. those big, uh, you know, denim jackets with all the different shit on it. Anyway, so Koichi, Koichi runs, into Jotaro. runs into Jotaro and it's kind of like, how are you going? And he's like, nothing really. He's like, what's going on with you? And he's like, no, nothing. Then he's like, where are you walking to? And he's like, just nowhere, just over there. And he's like, how do you talk to this guy? <laughs> and then he asks him about Leeds and Jotaro was like, wait, what is this place? And he's like, it's a, sh- it's a shoe. It's but what shoe is the store. thing Koichi tries to come up with a conversation? Oh, he goes like, oh, that's a really nice coat. <laughs> I just thought that was is funny. that what he does? Yeah. yeah. How does he respond, or does he then just ignore him? He just ignores him and he goes, hey, what's this store? Yeah. <laughs> and then Koichi reads to him what the sign says, which is odd because Jotaro probably knows how to read. He does. Yeah. Is that canon? I believe so. So I'm guessing, like maybe in the in the manga, they stopped and showed the sign or something. But he just says he's like, it's a shoe store, but they also do minor tailoring. And Jotaro is like, oh, I already looked up all of the different uh, tailors in town, but I didn't think to check places like this, like shoe stores that do other stuff on the side. Or Tim the Toolman Tailor. So you know they've been basically. Uh, I'm ignoring that. Yeah, basically, they've just been trying to figure out what Tim <laughs> Jack. <laughs> That was dumb, Miles. Fine. Feel ashamed. Down. Feel ashamed. Uh, by, by the way, look at that. You see that? That's you yelling. Okay. That's what I have to deal with. Um, <laughs> Mark, I'm sorry. I'm pointing Watch out the on the oscilloscope or the sine wave where Miles yelled. The levels. Uh, sorry, I yelled everyone. Fucking. So they've been, you know, they think maybe they've gotten a lead on this button. They go in there, and they're at the tailor. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? But he's a tiny tailor. He's a tiny one. He is. He's very tiny. He's a small dude. Tiny tailor. And I felt a little bad for him. Um, so they show him the button. And I think, doesn't he say, like, at first he doesn't know something about buttons? But then he's like, anyway, yeah, is it this jacket? And it's no, just, like, no, right no. there. He was oh. kind of like, he was like, oh, this is strange. I've never seen this button before. And then he kind of, like, making it sound like he's never act- he's never seen this button before, but then he's like, until today, someone asked me to find a, to sew the same button. I don't know how yeah, yeah, he had yeah. an extra button. Because so. Kira, at some point, I guess, during the whole, his little saga of finding his new girl hand, uh, noticed, like, oh, I lost my button. Mm. It's, it's surprising he's not worried about it. Like, he's somebody who's so worried about losing evidence, but now he's just like, eh, lost a button. Shit. <laughs> Also, uh, random fact about this tiny tailor, um, he offers, I think, Koichi animal crackers, and he says that uh, he eats all the camels last, yes. so he offers him any other animal crackers. Just a little character development before they <laughs> often... Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> uh, so he goes to, uh, and, and they're like, hey, can you tell us whose jacket that is? Which also, you could just be like, no. Yeah, why, why did he business. tell them? <laughs> I don't know. It was also kind of weird. He was like, I remember all my clients' names. I think names. that's what they try to do, maybe. I don't know if it's intentional, but I think they're like trying to challenge his ability to like know his clients' names. I guess. And so in order to get the name from him, they're like making it seem like that. And he's like, yeah. He's like, 
He's like, I remember all of my clients' names. And he's like, but let me go check the, the tag on it just to be sure. Because I also have no respect for their privacy. Right. <laughs> so he goes to check the tag. And I was kind of like watching this. And I was like, oh, they're going to know his name this fucking fast? Like, I'm this dumb. I really didn't think he was going to get interrupted going to read a tag. Yeah. And, you know, it's all in kanji. And sometimes it's hard to tell how to pronounce kanji. Like, I guess you have to think about it for a second. So he's like, he's like, then how do you pronounce this kanji and his hand explodes. Is it hard to read kanji for Japanese people as well? Forgive me, I don't know. Like, I think what it is is you can get the meaning, but there's different ways to pronounce it. There's different readings of each character. Mm. So there could be multiple, like... Yeah. Should have learned The American. same character could sound completely different that's depending why, on what it's paired with. Okay. That, that's why Josuke is a Jojo, because his first name, the Suke character, could also be pronounced Jo. Okay. So his name could be Jojo Higashikata if you want. Oh. So there's different ways to read it. There's like onyomi and kunyomi. There's different readings depending on the era, but then, I don't know. Uh, anyways, so he's We're not like, here to learn. He's kind of like, how do you say this? And then like his fucking hand explodes, basically. In a, a pretty horrifying way. It's yeah. a coffee. His what? coffee explodes. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, he had a coffee Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Okay, so his coffee... What, did you think it was a sniper? Is a bomb. No, I thought, I don't know. Uh... His hand explodes. It's censored a little bit in the Crunchyroll uh, thing, because that's what we watch. And then, how does it happen? And they're kind of like looking at it, and... Uh, and then, yeah, so his hand blows up, and then you see Kira come out of a back room and grab the suit away. Mm -hmm. Why was he in the back room? I don't know. Just I a happy was... coincidence, they found this shop around the same time that he was going to go pick up his suit. Jotaro remarks but... that... What a time for him to come back and pick up the suit. Yeah, yeah. which, yeah. <laughs> I wondered if maybe, maybe he saw them and decided to hide back there. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, but it could just be a happy coincidence for Kira. Um, but he grabs the suit, the tailor falls down, and there's a, like, a skull thing yes. in his mouth. A skull thing. Well, before that, no, before that, he hears it, like, it crawls up the side of his shoulder. Oh, okay. It's like a little toy car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a little toy, it's like a tank. And they show that the tailor can't see it. He can only see the oh, tracks yeah. that it's making in his uh, suit, and it keeps saying "kotsuyomiro," which is "look over here, look over here." And then he's like, <laughs> "I didn't, I didn't know it ever did this, but it goes, hey, I said look over here.'" <laughs> like, <laughs> like it gets annoyed, <laughs> uh, and then it just drives into his mouth. Yeah, it has like a. By the way, real fast, Araki said about designing Killer Queen. He said a cat and a skull. It's a simple design, but I really like it. The Dynamite design, with a laser beam. Funny. The design of the gloves and belt are nice, too. When you consider a bomb-based ability, you can do just about anything, so it was tough to work with. Uh, for this bomb, the tank, it has its own name. I don't want to tell you guys, because I think it's announced in the next so episodes. Um, but he says, to describe it, he says, based off of Killer Queen's face while giving an aura like nothing in the world can break it. So it's a tank. The dagger on its forehead represents an assassin, maybe? Would you like to guess the name of this, uh, this bomb? No. Jackie? Mm -hmm. It's not cars. It's not... Is it... Freddie Mercury? Uh, <laughs> cherry Bomb? Is it... No. I don't know. Nah. Baroness? No. Name Killer Queen lyrics. Oh. You're being smart, but no. Uh, anyway, I think it's now now because I just thought of dynamite with a laser beam. It's cooler that it's named Killer Queen. Yeah, mm -hmm. explosions kind of make sense for once. Yeah, I mean, like a stand ability makes sense. Anyway, it's also killer. So, it is killer, but it, like there's you know there's a little more to it than most of the other stands. Red hot chili pepper. Yeah, uh, it just it just sounds like a stand that makes your mouth hurt. <laughs> uh, which is what Pearl Jam does. Uh, so then like. Jotaro and Koichi watch in horror as this, you know, Taylor guy had his hand uh, blown up. They realize the killer is back there trying to take his jacket back. And a, and now a tank bomb has just driven into the Taylor's mouth and he's fallen over dead. Blown up. And Koichi goes to run and stop the killer. And Jotaro's like, don't just run in there without thinking, which I'm glad he educates him. Yeah. Because he's like, look how he's grabbing it. And I'm guessing he's saying he's grabbing it and he's doing it all shittily because he's trying to trap us. He's trying to get us to run over there, and then he'll hurt us. Yeah. But really what it is, is suddenly you hear like a tick, 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 and it turns out that that tank we saw drive into the tailor's mouth is a bomb. 
And the episode ends with Jotaro shielding Koichi from the blast. Yes. So this this tank thing is a separate power that Killer Queen has. It's not just... He, do, he has more than one power, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Why didn't Jotaro stop time? I mean... Yeah, to well, either read the name or, like, rush after the guy. I guess he, he was standing off a little bit to see what would happen. Maybe, maybe he does that during the explosion. I don't know. I, I don't know if he'd be afraid he wouldn't have enough time. Like, if he... It's only it's only like a second, I think. Really, if we watch like the rat episode, I think he's only able to pause time for like two seconds. Uh, so I don't know if it'd be enough time for him to jump over there. What a precious gift, though. What a precious gift. Well, he can he can stop time now that he's all getting exploded on, and he can just yeah. I don't know. Get this episode ended as like a, the bomb went off. So yeah, maybe. What a cliffhanger! We uh, haven't ended on a cliffhanger, really. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll find out what happens. I guess. We'll see. What if we don't find out what happens? We must be nearing the end of this, right? Like, No. Oh, we're not? There's still way more? So we feel that this must be the main villain, right? I mean, unless Dio comes back. Where's Dio? Do we ever... Well, I don't want to ask. I could. I want Dio to come back. I mean... I miss Dio. Dio's pretty cool. I mean, but I'm happy to have a new villain, and I like Kira. Kira's because a, Kira's serial, a villain. serial killers are fun. Yeah, he's mentally ill. Uh, so <laughs> weirdo. I identify. He with him. seems like I don't. I don't know if I'm totally on board with him as a great because he seems so sloppy, especially in these two episodes. Yeah, he like very suddenly got sloppy, but I think it's just because stand users are drawn together is the idea, and mm. so like now that all these stand people are out there, he's just kind of getting pulled into this. I like the theme, though, of him just being, like, even though he's, like, this awful, murdery person, of him just being, like, I just want to be able to sleep at night. I just like to live alone. Yeah. With my hands. <laughs> right. Why are all these people bothering my, me? Yeah. He's just, like, just leave me alone. And he's a one-hand kind of guy. Yeah. He's monogamous. He's, uh... <laughs> mano Yeah. mano gamos. Yeah, there's no other way to do it. mano mano gamos. Mano is Spanish for hand. Yeah, la mano. Oh, I didn't know that. It's uh, it's an exception to the rule. It is a feminine noun, despite ending with an O. Mm-hmm, 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 I remember this. Mark is good with languages. I'm taking Spanish again. Not, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't fail Spanish, and I'm repeating it. I am once again taking Spanish classes. I haven't done this in years. Oh, it's exciting. Anyway, why do you say anyway in Spanish? You say like anyway. That's I don't know. how you say. It. You don't really. Oh, was that English still? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I was about to say "sin embargo," but that means "however." <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm excited. I'm glad that the that the anime is now kind of off and running. Uh, like I said, I like Kira. I think his stand is cool looking. I think bombs are cool. Uh, not in real life, though. Please don't blow things up. Uh, yeah. So again, please, if you like this episode or if you don't like this episode, click the heart on soundcloud.com slash jjbpod. Uh, rate us five stars on iTunes so we get more visibility. Uh, do whatever you do on Stitcher. Uh, shoot us an email at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Send us your nudes, you prudes. Send some nudes. Don't send nudes. All right. My wife says I can't have nudes. Forward <laughs> uh, them to me, Mark. Miles is only engaged. You can see all the nudes before. Yeah. (laughs) Got to squeeze all those nudes in before the big day. We don't know your fiancé's nudes policy. Maybe you can can get nudes in perpetuity. I don't know it either. Can you text her? I just don't want to be responsible for people's nudes. What do you mean responsible? Like worry about having to delete them properly, securely, so the FBI can't get them? Yeah, I don't know. People shouldn't trust us with their nudes. Keep your nudes to yourself. Yeah, don't send nudes unless it's like a Polaroid and you mail it. Yeah. That's the only secure way to get But we are not giving you the address. <laughs> mail them to where you think we would be. Can we wait? Can we talk about the cat thing? Okay. What, what cat thing? The, the cat who got shot with a bow and arrow and survived. Oh, right. Okay. So, Miles. Wait, Miles, you tell us. Okay. So, <laughs> I actually. <laughs> I only I was, read the story today. I like how it was just like, shut up, Mark. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. The. Uh, so in a town not too far from us in North Bergen, New Jersey. Uh, Don't tell people where we are. We're, we're in a town. It's not that far, but it's, it's not that, yeah, whatever. That could be anywhere. Um, this woman found in the street a cat that had been shot 
through with a bow and arrow, but it had survived. So I shared, I immediately shared this link with Mark and Jackie because I assume that this cat now has a stand, but nobody's writing about it in the mainstream media. I know. The lamestream media <laughs> gotta find this cat. doesn't understand how important this could They're be. They're not covering this big stand story. I know. He was shot with a bow and with an arrow and he survived. He survived the bow and arrow. So shot. yes, this cat this cat clearly has a stand and no one is talking about did they describe the arrow? Did they describe the bow and arrow? Yes, it's like they said it was a pretty low quality arrow, like like it was like a I think it was more like a crossbow bolt bolt mm. than a So it might not be the bow and arrow. No. Still a strong cat though. It is. The cat's name is Sparky. Oh, first yeah. of all. That's important. A better name for red hot jelly pepper stand. That's true. But not right. a musical reference, I don't think. I'm sure it is. Okay. You know, I'm sure there's a Sparky band or something out there. The, the cat is a stray, but I'd, I guess somebody named it. So, uh, so what? They should have named it like Bulletproof or something. Arrowproof. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking badass cat number one. What kind of stand would a cat have if a rat has a like a weird sniper gun? A cat? I feel like... You just give them all the tuna. <laughs> I feel like a cat, cat a cat stand would be like completely harmless unless you wanted something from it and then it would murder you. Okay. That's what I think of... When I think of cats. I think it, whatever it is would defeat the rat's stand. Yes. Like Pokemon types almost. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, anyway, I think you guys should tell us what you think this cat's stand Yeah, if you can picture a New Jersey... Uh, this is in real life. A, a New Jersey cat surviving a stand arrow. You can look up the news story. What, yeah, kind of, the news story. what kind of stand would it have? Mark, link the news story in the description. Sure. Yeah. I'll do that. Anyway, I forget if there's anything else I have to say. I think you said all the stuff. I said all the stuff. Just find us and love us. Tell us about the cat. Tell us about the cat. Tell us about your stand. Tell us about your week. Well, Denton, we don't care. <laughs> I care. <laughs> Email me, marketmark.com. That's not. I'm going to go to mark.com right now. I'm turning this off. Anytime I need to see a face, it is close my eyes And I am taken to a place where your grass don't mind And the gentle feeling take a shelter in the face of my spine Straight like a chicken cherry cola I don't need to try to explain, I just hold on tight And if it happens again, I'ma move so silently To the arms and the lips and the face of the human Can't fall that I need to, I want to I'm coming stand